Tyson never gave this dude a mic. Here we go! He's killing it. Watch out! He's showing love and he's mad about it. Mad love. That's why we say. Come on, man. You already know. Mad love. Just when I thought the demons I fought would incarnate Straight out of the blue, someone like you comes along And I don't have to turn and look over my shoulder I already know from the sun There's a thousand wild horses Thundering behind me Hellbent on running me down I thought I was fast But the sins of my past Were faster still And I'm wasting my time Trying to leave them behind Cause I never will You see, one drink too many One kiss too deep And I feel a little shake In the ground That's a thousand wild horses single out right now a thousand wild horses let me give him an applause let me give him an applause <laughs> we miss those don't we all miss those bill abernathy oh. everyone loves a good story about second chances that's exactly what bill abernathy's story is all about 
Kansas City resident, began writing songs in his early teens and uh, played all through his school years, but then he stopped because life took over. (laughs) I love it right there. And I know there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on there. What was it when life took over? Like, what, what, what moment was that? Uh, actually, it was simple, really. Uh, so I was playing and, and doing what I did, and uh, I got sick, right? I, I got some problems with my voice. What? And uh, Yeah, yeah, I had oh. some, some uh, vocal nodes, you know, and, and the, initial, the initial thought was, you know, just give it, give it a rest for a few months, you know, and you'll be good, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, so I gave it a rest for a few months, and of course, you know, back in the day, right, you, you got to get a job. You yeah, know, you yeah. You got to pay the bills, right? And so... Uh, yeah, I gave it a rest for a few months and, and that didn't work. And then I gave it a rest for a few more months and that didn't work. And, you know, so I kind of, you know, had a few surgeries and had to, had a little bit of drama. And the next thing you know, I'm 43 and a half years in a career and got kids and grandkids and off we go. Wait, wait, you know? wait, wait. Oh, love. There's a lot of skipping in there. <laughs> you ever saw the movie switch? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of fast forward in that. Um, and I hope that you really didn't take life like that. But, um, the, uh, the, did so high school, so it says school years. Uh, did you go, did you go to college? Did you, Attempt to go yeah. to college? Okay. Yeah, I, w- I went to college for a bit uh, on some uh, music scholarships. Okay, so, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, so when the life took over, the, the the funny thing is, it's like a little bit of drama. <laughs> so the drama, I, I'm i going to assume, is um, when probably everything that was around you went wrong, right? Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't say wrong. Right. I would just say different, you know, okay. so uh, I think a lot of times, you know, we rely on some things in our life that we think are never going to change. Right. Yeah. And you wake up in the morning, you know, and, and you know, you're going to go to the gym or, you know, whatever you do, it's kind of your routine, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, one of those things that I had that was a constant in my life was my voice. You know, I could always sing, you know, and uh, I remember coming, uh, coming in from a show and you know, my voice felt kind of raspy and, and, uh, you know, a little bit tired. And I thought, well, you know, I must've, you know, that was back in the day, right. When you got, you know, arena rock and Kansas and Boston and everybody's way up in their upper registers all the time and half of it screaming, you know, and and, uh, I thought, yeah, it's not too bad. Then I woke up the next morning, I couldn't talk. And, uh, you know, that didn't, that didn't go away for a bit, you know, and so, uh, Yeah, yeah, he just died, you know, and so I went to the doctor, and, you know, they gave me a diagnosis, and, and uh, you know, so it was one of those things in life that, that you take for granted, right, that just was poof, uh, it was just taken away, and so, uh, yeah, it was a little, you know, it was a little depressing and all that at the time. It has but, to uh, be. Yeah, but it wasn't so long, you know, until uh, just, a, you know, a few days, and I was able to kind of talk a bit, you know. Uh, but, uh, it was, it was the longest time before I could really hold up, hold up, Bill. I think, I think, I don't know what happened and I'm not trying to like, you know, make fun of the situations, but I think what you went through, I didn't. So I got like this high voice that won't go like deeper. (laughs) So I think like, you know, I needed that raspiness, but anyways, you got better. You, you found ways to deal with it. Right. And I guess that's what the on and off was like. 
you had to worry about your health and then go back at it, go health and then back at it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, I couldn't do what I planned on doing, you know, I mean, I had tours set up and, you know, all that stuff and I couldn't do that. You know, I just couldn't do it because, you know, physically I just couldn't make it happen. And so I went and got a job, you know, just like anybody else. And, uh, uh, you know, over time, um, you know, my voice never really came back. I ended up having to have a couple of surgeries and, uh, that fixed it, uh, eventually. Uh, but by the time that I'd gotten that, you know, here I was, I was married, I had kids, you know, you have responsibilities. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've always been, uh, very, very involved in my kids' lives and, uh, from the time that they were babies all the way through. And so, uh, I just couldn't see that, that doing the whole road thing, you know, and the music thing was really going to be a lifestyle that would be conducive to me, uh, being that plugged into my kids' lives. And so, uh, you know, I just set it down. Now that's I didn't stop. Right, that, that's obvious. See all those yeah. guitars in the background. There yeah, has yeah. to be <laughs> milestone yeah. guitars right there. Yeah, I got a few. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I never stopped writing. You know, but yeah, I okay. just filled up filled up drawers of, of lyrics. You know, and drawers of, of uh, different songs. You know, and thoughts and ideas. But uh, you know, we were very fortunate that uh, my kids were both extremely athletic. Yeah, and uh, they both ended up being Division One full ride kids. Oh, nice! Uh, to go to, yeah, no, it was sweet. It was sweet. Wouldn't trade it for the world, nice. right? Uh, because I got to see them chase their dreams and do all that. Yes. And, uh, uh, but if you know that lifestyle, uh, my daughter was was a softball player. My son was a baseball player. Well, you traveled the United States constantly. Yes. You know? And um, you had and, a, like, and that that cost a lot. Because well, yeah, I mean, you know, I was fortunate. I had a pretty good job, you know. Nice. And so, uh, but uh, again, you know, all those years of, of uh, really just flipping a coin on Thursday night to see who was getting on what plane with what kid the next day uh, to head to California or Florida or wherever they were yeah. playing. And so, uh, great times, fantastic times. I am so thankful that I did that when I was young uh, because I'm not so sure that I could play that game these days. But, uh, fantastic time you know and again to, to sit back and watch your watch your kids chase their dreams and then achieve their dreams uh fantastic that's you know? awesome that's super yeah, awesome but, let me uh, let me let me let me do that uh thing well during those years they got a hell of a lot more applause than i did i How's mean that? yo that's <laughs> a, that's hundreds of thousands of people we do got a question from uh twitch uh, right now, she loves tattoos. Uh, the question answer uh, question is: um, Are the guitars in the background yours, and are there any historic history to them? Well, how much time do we have tonight? I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so each of those guitars are mine. Uh, it's not all of them, uh, but uh, each guitar. It's has not all of them. Very, no, I have a few more. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Okay. So, uh, nice. Um, you know, guitars are like people, man. You know, they, they have a specific personality. You know, they're made out of different woods, and the different woods age differently. And so they get a different uh, kind of their own personality. And uh, uh, so each of my guitars is named, and uh, each of nice. my guitars has a very specific history. Anybody's uh, name is Lucy? <laughs> Yeah, you go along get... with it. So, if you look, the one uh, right up, I'm going to try to point correctly. That yeah. one, okay. Uh, uh, that's the very first guitar 
that I ever got in my life. I remember explicitly the day that it happened. It was on Christmas morning. Okay. And uh, it was under the Christmas tree. It was in this big triangular box. It came from Sears. Wow, and, uh, let's go. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was all over it. And I, I was probably, I don't know, 10, maybe. 10. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember uh, trying to learn how to play that thing. And it was, uh, you know, it's a bit of a beast. But uh, uh, great story behind that. And, and each one of them, uh, each one of them has their own gig. They have their own name. So I think the this one here uh, is uh, a 12-string 1974 Guild uh, F512 12-string. Mm. Mm. Um, that I actually purchased from a from a, a friend of mine, another musician, and uh, why a keyboard player had that quality of guitar sitting in his living room, I have no idea. Wow. Uh, but that guitar is uh, is an instrument that really just reaches out and touches you, you know. And uh, I actually have named him the Dude. The so Dude. If you're, from, <laughs> if, you're from, if you're familiar, right? Uh, uh, the dude, because the dude abides. You know, when when, mm. when you play him, it's like, okay, we're here, we have arrived, and it's time to get some stuff going on. So, yeah, yeah. But each one, each one has their own each story. One. The one that's right behind my head, uh, uh, it's kind of a cool story if you want to hear it. Yeah, I'm you here. Know? I'm here. I'm lumping it right. Uh, Back in the day, uh, I used to play uh, a lot of 12 strings, right? And I was playing uh, this outdoor festival in Chicago, and it was hot, right? And acoustic guitars, which is what I play, don't like heat. They don't like heat. They don't like humidity, okay? And so they go out of tune. So we had a guy that was running back and forth between every song, and he's trading, changing guitars, right? So he's tuning one while I'm playing one, and... Back and forth and back and forth, and it was really kind of a hassle. And uh, we got done, and I got a call from a friend of mine who was there, uh, and he was actually running sound for me at the time. Right. And he said, man, I have found you a guitar. Okay, Now, that's like somebody calling up and saying, hey, Dave, I have found you a woman. It's the not going to work out well. <laughs> no, it's You're, not. It's, no, it's no. not going to work out, right? <laughs> and so I thought, well, you know, how weird is this, you know, but it's a friend of mine. Yeah. And he knows me, you know, yeah. and uh, the, the fact that he even called up and said, Bill, I found you a guitar. Uh, I thought, well, I got to try it, you know? And so I got it and sat down and played it. And I thought, well, look at this weird thing. I mean, it's a weird thing. So guitars, acoustic guitars typically come in, in a six string model or a 12 string model, right? This one is a nine string model, right? Uh, yeah. And it's different, but, the more that I played it, the more that I liked it. And the more that I liked it, the more that I played it. And the next thing I know, it's the guitar that is has literally uh, been around the world with me. And uh, because he's different, I call him the Mutant. He's the Mutant. Oh, we got some names over here. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's just keep rolling. The one to hear. Yeah, let's go. Uh, if you guys hold up. Uh, Bill, we're we're talking to Bill Abernathy right now. We're uh, um, she loves tattoos on Twitch. Uh, I I I forget her name in real life. Out of Virginia, western side of Virginia, uh, she asked, "Are those guitars his? And do they have any memories of them?" And of course, we talked about different backgrounds and stuff like that. And we're getting. Uh, if you guys were here at the beginning, we did uh, play his new single, "A Thousand Watt Horses." And uh, I just want to make sure that we, uh, for those who are just tuning in, 
uh, you know, and Bill's giving us some stories. We got the dude in there. We got uh, the mutant. We got the mutant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and- I, I, I'll give you one more. So this one uh, right there, uh, when we were recording our Find a Way album, okay, there was a song on there that uh, I was looking for a sound, you know. And uh, I'm not one of those guys that likes to use a lot of electronic things to modify sound. Yeah. I want the real sound, right? And uh, we couldn't find the right sound for this particular song. And so I went on the hunt, right? And I found a place in Wisconsin that had a guitar, uh, a Gibson ES336, I believe it was, uh, that I thought would make the noise, Right, make the correct sound that would fit into this song. Yeah, and so off I go to Wisconsin to find this guitar, and I get I get up there and I walk into this guitar store and it was spectacular. I mean, just spectacular guitar store, and uh, I found a salesman and he took me to the guitar that uh, I had told him I wanted to look at, and I was sitting there playing it, and uh, he kept saying, "Oh, that sounds really cool, but you know, have you tried this one or have you tried this one or have you?" So at the end of the day, after I'd been there a couple of hours, I'm sitting in the middle of the of the showroom. I got guitars all around me, right? And I'm trying all these different guitars, and people standing around there watching and listening, and making fun of me, you know. And, and uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I'm playing, and it said this old dude walks by, right? And he stops for a minute, and he says, "Huh, you're an acoustic guy, aren't you?" And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm an acoustic guy, but I need this kind of electric sound, you know, for this song. And he goes, man, I got something in the back room that might be just what you need. Okay. Now, note to self, when the owner of the place that has thousands of guitars in there, okay, mentions that he's got something in the back room, you might want to pay attention. Yeah. So he goes and he brings this guitar out and I sat down and I played it and it was like, bam, that's the one. That's the sound. It's perfect, right? What I didn't do, unfortunately, was make up my mind that I was taking it home before I looked at the price tag. So I had, you know, I've spent some money on guitars over over my life. But uh, when I uh, when I wrote the check for that one, I actually sweat. There were beads of sweat on my head. Uh, but uh, fantastic guitar. I play it all the time. And uh, I just call him Pretty Boy because he's pretty. Pretty Boy. Yeah. Pretty, pretty Boy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got Abby Boy. Uh, That's nice. Big Bill. Shout out to Big uh, Bill Abernathy. He's given us his uh, at least probably like maybe one eighth of his guitar <laughs> history. <laughs> With the uh, with the dudes in the background, uh, Abby Boo out of Twitch. She's in Texas. The guitar that's named the Dude. Can you really play like him? If so, wow. Yeah, I play like the dude. So you're talking about Jeff Bridges? Yeah, uh, yeah. I would assume uh, from the movie. Uh, and he, Jeff could play. Yeah, uh, he plays a little bit different style than I do. But you know, I think I think I can I can keep the dude happy. You know, and give him what he wants to, to do. Yeah. Nice, nice. Big shout out to everybody listening. We're going to take one little break. I'm going to go back to the uh, Cross Creek, uh, Cross Willow Creek album. Um, uh-huh. 
I'm in the mood to like, uh, you know, have whiskey on my mind. <laughs> so we'll just go to Whiskey Road real quick, and then you know, tell us a little bit about the song when when we come back. Do it my way, damn it.
know I know everybody in chat right now. Jack out the cheers and everything's going crazy. Thank you guys so much for that uh participation in there. Um and then uh and then we got Whiskey Road here. So Whiskey Road, um let us know. Yeah, so it's not autobiographical, right? Uh, so, so many of my songs, you know, I sing about me, right? Yeah. But this one happens to be about uh, not not one particular friend, but a, a group of friends, right? A group of folks that I knew that uh, that that fell into the bottle, right? And, and uh, it kind of consumed them, and and uh, you know, many of them came out. You know, they got out. Uh, many of them didn't, and uh, you know, some of the lyrics. Uh, in the song actually came from them. Uh, mm. Some of the things that they tell me about, you know, what they were going through is they were going through treatments and, you know, AA, you know, and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, that the, the whiskey road, she's like a lady of the night. That, that is a quote from a friend of mine. Wow. That, uh, uh, cleaned up a little bit, you know, yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, he told me, he said, you know, the, the bottle's a bit like a hooker, you know, uh, it's gonna, it, it's gonna cost you some money. It's gonna cost you some time. It's you're going to feel good for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but then you're going to wake up, you know, and uh, you're going to be alone. And the only thing you're going to have left is an empty bottle. And, uh, you know, you've got to spend the rest of your time uh, trying to find a replacement for that, you know. And uh, so many of my friends that have struggled, uh, you know, with alcoholism, a terrible, terrible, terrible disease uh, that actually helped me help me a bit write that song. And uh, uh, to be honest with you, my son wrote the uh, introduction to that. Wow! Uh, the guitar introduction to that because wow. he was listening to it. One, yeah, no, he was listening to it one day. He likes to play a little bit, and, and uh, uh, he was listening to it. And he said, "Dad, I mean, I, he says I like the song, but man, we gotta we gotta whiskey that song up a little bit." So he came up with the, <laughs> the intro, the opening <laughs> lick to that song. So yeah, nice, nice, nice collaboration too. I mean, um, you know, country music has this way of uh, taking you and, 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 and taking you with you down the road. I guess one of my guests here, Lori, is asking, um, Bill, what is your favorite road? What's your favorite memory on the road is her question. Oh, you mean like, uh, well, I didn't do the whole whiskey road thing. Okay. Uh, I don't <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Uh, uh, I never could drink whiskey. Uh, I would go what? start craving. I would I would go nuts, right? I would, I'd just go crazy. I remember when I was in college, I went to a, a frat party and we were doing whiskey, you know, doing whiskey shots. You know, it's 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 okay, it's okay, right? Because I I just <laughs> saw Ileana in there talking that she's never had whiskey. So shout out to Ileana. Uh, <laughs> and then she googled probably, it. Yeah, uh, probably a good choice, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we drank some whiskey on a Friday night and I woke up Sunday afternoon on a freight train, two States away. What? So at some point, <laughs> at some point, uh, being drunk and jumping a freight train and running across a couple of States looked like a good idea. So I chose not to drink whiskey anymore. Wow. After that. Oh, yeah. my. So I guess that's the road I was on. Yeah. Whiskey's my choice. So maybe he might be the sailor in me. I don't know. I don't want to be there a stereotype. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You if you go. guys are just joining us, Bill Abernathy, uh, uh, we're talking about his new single and new album that dropped this June. Bill Abernathy, you can find him all over the place, anywhere that you stream or download your music. 
um, the comeback, right? Or maybe what you can say, like the second chance, right? It was uh, 2017 when Find a Way reached number five at a, a Roots Music Report for folk uh, folk album, right? How did that yeah. feel? Because not yeah. only that, one of the singles reached number one. Yeah. Yeah, blessed. Just absolutely blessed, right? Um, uh, Find A Way was actually our second uh, album. I recorded a pure acoustic album uh, initially uh, just to see if it was fun, just to see if there was uh, any kind of an audience, you know, for the kind of thing that I do. And uh, a couple of those songs did well. And so we went in and we, we made Find A Way uh, and uh, uh, much more produced, you know, a lot more, uh, mm. uh, you know, electronic instruments, a lot more drums, you know, uh, a little bit more rock and roll. There's a little bit of rock and roll and Find A Way. And uh, to have it uh, be accepted, you know, by, by folks, uh, the way that it was, uh, was spectacular. And uh, to have the song uh, called Goodbye Would Never Come Again, uh, hit number one. Uh, I mean, that's a thing, man. I mean, you know, there's moments in your life where you got to go, wow. You know, I remember the first time I heard one of my songs on the radio, I thought, wow, how cool is this? Yeah. I remember the first time I saw my name on a billboard, you know, advertised at a show that I was doing in that town. I thought, wow, look at this, you know. Uh, uh, and then, you know, you have a song that that hits number one. And you go, okay, it, it don't get any better at this. You know, you just sit back and, and you just enjoy it. And you're so, so appreciative of the people that made that happen, you know. And it's it's folks, you know, like you and folks that like your audience that listen to the stuff. And, and uh, thank you because that, that was a good day, man. That is a good day. <laughs> thank you guys so much for the number ones. If you guys could throw the number ones all over the screen, it would be really lovely. Yeah. Uh, like we could make another one of my songs number one if you want. I don't have a problem with that. You know? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so, did, you know, if you thought, if you think about it, right, um, if you guys are just tuning in for the first time, Bill took a long break, right? He took a long break. He comes back as if it was timing. You know, you're hitting these charts, you're getting with the right people, people are talking about you guys like it's, you know, next big thing out of Missouri all the time, always doing interviews, um, always getting your songs played, your song debuts topping the iTunes charts in South Africa, like, who knew? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, who knew, you know, that. There's so much data uh, available, and you know that's that was kind of my gig. You know, yeah. when I did my nine to five corporate thing, you know, I did I did a lot of uh, business analytics and that type of thing. And and you look at the data uh, that's out there for you know what your song, how how much your songs are getting played, and where they're getting played, and all that. And it's really fascinating. It's really fascinating to see uh, you know you know like Australia. You know, yeah. my songs get a, get a lot of play in Australia and in Europe and South Africa and. You know, you kind of go, that's cool. <laughs> you know, it, it's a cool thing. It really is. Yeah. That is has to be amazing. If you guys just tuning in, Bill out of Missouri comes out and he is world known. And he's probably wondering, how did this happen? <laughs> um, uh, for real, though, you can't do this by yourself. Oh no! Absolutely not. There, there's, you know, I mean, there's, there's so many people. So involved. many people involved. Exactly. And yes. I, and and I just want to let people understand that because 
as an artist, um, sometimes, you know, as you state and your story says, life gets in the way. And you are going to need the other people who do this for a living so you can go to those games. So you can go and be a grandpa, right? So you can go and do all that. And then once the weekend's over, you'll catch up and say, oh, okay, schedule's ready. I'm I'm good. And, you know, how does that feel to have a team versus, you know, probably when you first grab the guitar is how am I going to get there? How yeah. how how am I going to do this? How, you know, because I know this it has to be a different feeling when so many people support you and what you do. Yeah, there's so many people. Uh, it, you know, and I learned this in the corporate world. So, you know, I manage projects uh, for a large global company all over the world. And uh, the one thing that that I learned from that is know what you do well. Right? Mm. There's certain things that I know how to do. Okay, that I feel pretty good about. I'm pretty good at this, right? At, at, I'm pretty good at writing a song. I'm pretty good at playing the guitar, right? But as far as some of the other things, some of the folks that I work with, the other musicians that I work with are phenomenal. You know, they're far better than I am. And, uh, you know, they add so much, you know. And then you go into the technical side with the engineers and, you know, all the guys that are doing all the, the button pushing and, you know, and all that and then doing the mixing and the mastering and then... You know, you get a product, and then what the heck do you do with it? You know, and that's yeah. where you get folks like uh, Michael Stover, yeah. uh, who I think hooked us up. Right? Yeah, I love and, Mike. Uh, wow, uh, he's, he's a great guy. I, I can't even uh, believe I know him. I'm gonna tell you the truth. <laughs> I'm sitting here like uh, so honored to know that guy. Yeah, no, he's a great guy. He, you know, and he just does a great job of, of promoting and uh, you know getting you out there. Then uh, you know, they, then you just you know they. It's the old adage of the harder the work, the luckier you get, right? Yeah. But my whole gig is is to get good people and get out of the way. You know, I don't need to micromanage uh, what's going on. You know, here here's I've done my thing. Here it is. You know, what are we going to do with it? You yeah. know, and then I'm going to support it. You know, talking uh, talking with folks like you. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, those guys are are they're the ones. You know, it's it's not me. You know, I make yeah. a little bit of music, but to be honest with you, I would enjoy making the music sitting right here in my loft by myself. I enjoy that just as much, you know, uh, but those guys take it and, and off they go with it and they do what they do and they do it very well. And I've been very, very fortunate. Uh, you know, you hear a lot of horror stories in the music industry, right? Uh, I've been fortunate that to, uh, to have the blessing, really, uh, to work with people that had ethics, uh, the yes. people that really took care uh, of the folks that they were working with. And um, I mean, it, it's great, you know, but you, there's an element of trust, right? Yes. So you have to trust people, yeah. you know, and uh, uh, sometimes that's hard for folks. But uh, when you have really good, when you have really good people uh, and you, you, you know, you know that they're really in it for the right reasons and, and they're doing what they can to support you, um, then just, just let them do it, man. Get out of the way, you know. Yeah. Big shout out to everybody listening. Bill Abernathy with us talking guitars, talking a thousand <laughs> wild horses. We're talking a whole bunch of stuff right now. Love the convo so far. And but if you guys didn't know, Bill did tell us in the beginning that, you know, there'd be times where he'd lose his voice. And here he are here he is, solo singer, charting charts. 
<laughs> and doing everything. So we're going to take a little bit break and we're going to talk about present things that are going on, um, not current events, uh, because it seems like we're about to go back in time one year. Um, let's not do that. But um, yeah. more than meets the eye um, is, is, is one of my favorites. I'm telling you guys, I was in the gym listening to this. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's no way I could tell you how I was looking. <laughs> Decisions based on biased lies Determining who lives and dies Whose freedoms are lost Whose justice is blind There's so much more to this Than meets the i 
Then meets the eye on QSJ Radio. So imagine, right? Imagine me, right? I'm just, I think I'm working out chest or something. I don't know what I'm doing. All right, I got goals. And then uh, <laughs> I'm sitting there and um, uh, remember, I'm in the gym. So these are one of the places where, you know, I, I could just... You know, zone out, zen, whatever it is. I, I don't know how I found at that because seriously, it takes a lot to just go to the gym. But I'm looking around. I got all these different types of people around me. All right. These are probably the same people that were just bashing each other on Facebook and doing a whole bunch of things. But we're all together working out. We're giving each other bumps where we're like high-fiving each other, helping each other out. And I'm I'm like in a big gym, right? I mean, even, I mean, I'm talking to people I'm not supposed to talk to, like, hey. <laughs> but <laughs> at the end of the day, listening to this song, there was a lot going on. And I know that has to do with current events. Even though we didn't want to, we didn't want to talk about it, that has to be. What was, what's the story behind that? Well, it's really simple. And yes, the basis of it is about current events. But the challenge uh, that I did, uh, that I gave myself, uh, was to take a step back. You know, I think a lot of times, uh, you know, with our our twenty four seven news cycle, you know, and, and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and yeah. you know all the all the other social media all things, that. right? We we could get lost in the weeds, man. You know. We get so focused on this or so focused on that that we kind of lose track of, of everything else that's going on, right? And so more than meets the eye to me was was my exercise to take a step back and say, okay, let's forget about the details for a bit, right? Let's make ourselves, you know, you can't see the forest for the trees, right? Mm. I wanted to step back and see the forest. What's the big picture? What's really going on? Why do we have, uh, you know, the, the societal strife that we have? Why do we have the political conflict that we have? Why do we have this huge divide in the United States? You know, what's really caused that? And and me, just basically, right? We learned in kindergarten that it's not cool to call everybody names. You remember this? Yes. Yeah, you call somebody a name in kindergarten, what happens? You're in right? trouble. 
you get it. Yeah, you get sent to the well. I don't know. You're you're younger than me, right? Sometimes well, I don't know. They used, the they still suplexed me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you get, you might get sent to the corner and time out. You know, in, yeah. in my day, you'd get your hand slapped. You know, yeah. with a, with a ruler. You know, because it's not cool to call somebody names. No. Right? No. But yet, you know, you, you turn on. You know what's going on in the world today, and that's what we do. You know. Yeah. Uh, we we. We compartmentalize everybody in these little bitty buckets. You know, you're this, you're that, you're Republican, you're Democrat, you're liberal, you're conservative, you're black, you're white, you're Asian, you're the geeky. Stop the madness, right? Yeah. We're people, right? We're people. Can we just be intelligent enough to understand that we're people? Yeah. And the more names that you call and the more stereotypes that you use and the more compartmentalization that you make, you're losing that contact with people. And, uh, you know, we're really pretty good folks. You know, I always tell folks, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, we were talking about this particular song and he said, Bill, you know, you sounded like you were mad. And I said, well, you know, I'm a little frustrated with the whole gig because I really believe uh, that if, if, if we would turn off social media and if we turn off the, and I'm using quotation yeah. news stations, okay? Yes. Uh, and go out and talk to people, right? Go out and have a conversation. Go out and fist bump with somebody yes. at the gym. <laughs> you know, talk to somebody you're not supposed to at the gym, right? Have a legitimate adult conversation with people. I think we would find that maybe we're not as divided as we are told to be, Right. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know I, I don't want to cut in. I don't want to talk about myself, but I've been in the service 21 years. 21 years I have been with all sorts of Americans. And I'm going to tell you right now, the black kid from New York and the black kid from Cali, two different people. Sorry. You know? The nerdy kid from uh, Washington, the nerdy kid from Florida, two different people. When you throw a whole bunch of Americans together in the same room, college becomes an, a problem. <laughs> Home teams become a, a, a fight. Uh, playoffs. But you know what they're doing? They're watching this together. Uh -huh. They're still giving each other a good game. Uh -huh. I, see, being in the service also did something to me where no matter what, we're trying to get home. At the end of the day, we're trying to get home. I can talk that smack. I can do whatever. I'm not going to get in trouble for it. There's other people out there that, that they don't have the privilege to speak. Mm -hmm. And that's the part where people don't understand. There, just like you, I, I don't see what these people see. Now, I don't want people to take it like, hey... Injustice, this, that, conspiracy, we get it. We live in a country <laughs> where we're so free that we forget we're free. Mm -hmm. That we forget it. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we forget it, you want to reach to a time where it never really happened to you. Or never even happened to your generation of your family. I don't want to make it sound like I want them to forget history. We don't want to forget history. 
because we don't want to repeat it. Exactly. As a human race, we don't. The same goal all of us have is to survive, is to live long and complain about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? What, one of the things that we as a society are fascinated with, man, is drama. God, we love drama. We love generating drama. We love living in drama. And if we don't have enough, we find some way to generate yes. some more. I got, my, I got my drama queen in the chat right now. What's up, Bossy V? How you doing? But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, telling. but I, you know, I, I so agree with you with that you know i I think that you know we're just people and we're all different i mean you mentioned it right i live in kansas city i am and have been my entire life a raiders fan okay (laughs) living in kansas city oh my god and right now kansas city is like the epitome of football right we've got Mahomes, we've got kelsey you know yes all those guys right and the raiders are not all that, right? But I'm still a Raiders fan. Yes. But, you know, interestingly enough, I can sit, you know, at Buffalo Wild Wings or someplace and watch a Chiefs-Raiders game with a bunch of Chiefs fans, and we have a good time. Yes. We're rooting for different people, right? For different reasons, yeah? But we could still have a good time. You don't always have to agree, but you have to be good people, be a human, you know? Nobody's going to agree with everything unless everybody agrees with me, which would really be a bad choice. That that way. it would be you know? like that you would know? be a really bad. <laughs> Even we're with me, guys, gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're never going to agree on everything. But we can be good folks and be able to have a, the discussion, right? And just agree to disagree, and we don't have to hate each other. You know. I got a, I got a, she loves tattoos in the chat again. I wish we can get these people from all over the country that end up in one big melting pot city and learn to drive similar. (laughs) (laughs) True story. True story. Um, Well, you know, there's things that happen in, in life. You're talking about driving. So I bought a new car today. I'd ordered it months ago and it finally came in, right? And, of course, you know, I'm like everybody else. I drive you know, all the time, right? But today, I'm in my new car, mm. my brand-new car. I got 13 miles on it. Wow, nice. And I'm, I'm like, you know, you're so, you're so focused on all the other drivers because you don't want anybody to put a scratch on this new vehicle, right? And so today, I was a little bit negative thinking, man, can you people fix this? What are you doing? Use a blinker, will you? you yeah. Know, one, you know, yes. Yeah. It gets really cautious. You're like <laughs> after holding after holding the car for so long, you just really don't care. But you know, yeah. you, you start seeing things. Bill, what's going on now with um, you know COVID and and, and all this? It's, it's, it's starting to fade away. I know. I know we are hearing things that might come back. Um, but as a musician, you know, uh, what are you seeing? Uh, wh- what's coming out? Shows, uh, you know, uh, promotions. Wh- what's going on with you today? Well, uh, so you mentioned COVID, so I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. So I did a tour um, uh, through six states in early 2020, right before uh, before COVID hit, and then when I got back a week later, <laughs> and so. Uh, 
you know, uh, and so, you know, I, I went into quarantine, you know, and, and, uh, uh, as everybody did. And, uh, and then I retired, right. From my nine to five in, in November, uh, Congratulations. last year, you know, and then, and then rode the COVID thing out, uh, during that time, uh, you know, across the Creek was out and we, you know, we're having a lot of charting, a lot of airplay and a lot of stuff. And, uh, so I ended up doing uh, quite a few of a uh, live stream concerts just for, just for my, you know, it was okay. right here, yeah, you know, and, uh, did a lot of, I don't dozens, dozens of them for, you know, fans all over the world. Uh, uh, note to self, uh, when somebody says they would like for you to do a show for their, their huge audience in Australia, but they wanted to be on prime time, uh, on a Friday night, you need to do the math because I played a show at 6 a.m. in Kansas City oh for prime time in Sydney. Wow. Yeah. Do, do the math first before you say yes. What? But, uh, uh, yeah, so we did all that. Not <laughs> and, even breakfast. Oh, uh, uh, no, it was crazy, man. Uh, you know, I, I had so much coffee in me, it was nuts. But, uh, but uh, you know, we did some other cool things. You know, uh, I live in, uh, in a historical part of Kansas City okay. called the Kansas City City Market. The building... Uh, that my loft is in uh, was built in 1880. It's on the National Historic Register, and and uh, so you know I'm 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 kind of in mom and pop land. You yes. know all the restaurants, yes. all the all the stores, everything that I that I use that are really supplying my by my life. You know are mom and pops. Well, here comes COVID. You know they and they've got no foot traffic, right? Oh my god! So we did some things uh, that was actually my daughter's idea, which I thought was kind of cool. So. Uh, we we did what we called the the coronavirus sessions, where I actually took uh, requests, which is not one of my things. That's not something oh, I do. Cover often, songs, right? wow! Cover songs. Oh man! And uh, we took requests that I would record these and make videos of them. You know, here in my in my loft, and I'd post about it on Facebook. And whoever um, requested that song, right? Uh, all I asked of them was to go and support a local. You yeah. Know, buy a gift card, or you know, or take out. A you know, whatever. And that kind of exploded uh, all over the place. Nice. And, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of local businesses got a lot of really good support. And it was kind of fun uh, uh, for me because I played songs that I will guarantee you uh, once uh, I hit done on the record, I will never play them again. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, they hit you support. with a hip hop request. I know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so I got some really bad ones. Oh my god! Um, I actually played uh, uh, an acoustic acoustic uh, cover of Meatloaf's Two Out of Three Ain't Bad." Stop! Uh, uh, it, was, it, was, it was freaking epic, and I did it right because it had been requested, and these people were going to give money, and they were going to do all this stuff, right? But I had to wear sunglasses. Because it was so embarrassing that I had to maintain some element of anonymity to do that, you know. But uh, did that. Uh, Cheers to that. The, uh, I played the theme song from Frozen, right? <laughs> Let it go. Yeah. Um, you know, that, yeah, there were a few. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of fun, you know. It was interesting and and uh, challenging a bit, you know, to sit down and try to figure yeah. out these songs and yeah. try to make them sound reasonable on an acoustic guitar. Nice. Yeah, it, it was fun. It was for the, uh, but, it was for the yeah. town. It was, yeah, it was. we did all that. And then, um, you know, things started breaking out, you know, and, and I'm pretty fortunate. You know, I have a lot of friends uh, in the music world that this is what they do. You yeah. know, this is their income. This is their livelihood, you know, and they're not playing. They're not making any money. 
And uh, so when when things started to break, and they're really just starting to really roll here in Kansas City, uh, I'm I'm not I'm not going out. I'm not taking that stage time away for some people that I know need the money. You know, they need to get back in and they need to do all. You know, I'm fortunate. I'm retired, and you know, I've got a decent income, and and so uh, yeah. So I'm not doing shows. I am planning on doing some uh, in September. Uh, in October, I've got to go through Nashville, and then I've got to get down to uh, Austin, Texas, and, and nice. play a few shows. And I may, I may want to end up in Arizona because that's a pretty good time to be in Arizona. Just saying. So yeah, yeah but I'm gonna I'm no gonna heat. do a few shows and a little maybe a little tour. Uh, but uh, as far as as getting out and banging it three nights a week, I'm not that guy. Uh, and so I'm just, I'm just going to sit back and let all the locals like every in. two weeks. Everybody's excited, you yeah, because they've been locked up. So everybody's going out and they're spending a lot of money. And and you know the guys are catching up. You know, I was talking uh, with a friend of mine the other day. Uh, one of the guys that plays with me all the time. And uh, we've got some new stuff that we need to start working on in the studio. And I said, what do you think? And he said, yeah, man, no, not till August. I'm booked. You know, wow. he's booked five, six nights a week. So that's great. That's nice. Hopefully that continues. Continues. That's exactly. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get the flashback COVID thing, you know, that people are talking about yeah. with the new variant and all that. And, Please. and we have to go through all that drama. I am that, not right? with that right now. <laughs> yeah. But congratulations to everybody working. <laughs> it's, it is it is very frightful. Um, I think we'll be kind of a little bit better off because we kind of know what to expect. But yeah. Um, yeah. for a musician world, an artist world, it is kind of detrimental to the career and you have to um you know fall into the digital realm and see all this crap you don't want to see <laughs> like you have to read the bs just to um just to be able to hit live and then just be mad the whole time you're on stream because you just saw somebody meme something that doesn't make any sense but yeah, anyways exactly. yeah 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 but there's advantages too just saying Right. Yeah. So for for somebody like me, you know, um, you know, I kind of do concerts, right? So I, I don't really like do you know the bar thing. No, but okay, that, right? okay, and, okay. And uh, uh, and and I'm not saying that that's a good that that's good or bad. There's You're just fortunate. Do that, and they're great at it. No, it? no, no, no. It's it's just different. Yeah. Right? That's just what I do. You concerts. Know? Yes. Yeah. But I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and uh, they uh, they have a, a, a pure cover band. Uh, but they are the, they do the dangest thing, man. So they take live requests. Okay. They have a portfolio of over 700 songs, right. And they just play them. And so they did this thing during COVID, uh, uh, where they use this technology. They were all at their own homes, right. Yeah. Different places all over the city. Uh, but yet they all played together. This black magic voodoo god of There is no thing. way. No, no way. No. They did it and they did it every Wednesday night for months. Nice. For months. Wow. And it was spectacular. And I was asking him, uh, because we were talking about uh, a project that I've got coming up and I wanted him to come in and play on it a little bit. And I said, So man, you know, now that you're back out playing live, you know, are is it is it all you could be? And he said, You know, man. I have to tell you, I got a little bit spoiled with the live streaming thing. And he said, what do you mean? And he said, I didn't have to watch anybody get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of my solo. And I didn't see anybody try to hit on the girl next to him. 
in the middle yeah. of my solo when I'm trying to make a point and nobody <laughs> threw up and nobody spilled beer. Yeah, and I, said, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I can work. I can work for three hours and I didn't smell like an old bar. You know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, there's some good to it. You know. Wow, I I'm get good. it. Like that, 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 that whole visual. People forgot. Like some, some people are not yeah. interested, or they got to run somewhere. You yeah. know, it's and then it's a difference. It makes you feel weird because yeah. it's like, do you like my stuff or not? And then, yeah. And in uh-huh. reality, it's like you got to keep the show going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you're, yeah. especially if you're there for an audition, and the guy or girl is there on the phone, and, and you're like, are they even paying attention to me? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. exactly. So wow. you know, there's pluses and minuses. I kind of enjoy the. I, I enjoy the live stream thing because, to be honest with you, it's practice. You know, yeah. I mean, I practice several hours a day anyway. And, and, you know, if I can hook up two or three cameras and, you know, and turn them on and say, okay, we're live. I'm just doing what I do. Uh, and people like it, you know. And so, uh, to me, it's okay. It, it's fine. Uh, and, you know, you get a lot of reading the chats and all that. You know, it's fun, right? It's fun. Uh, and people from all over the world have chimed in on, on some of our stuff. So, that's cool, you know. Uh, but there are folks that really live for that buzz. You know, they live for the audience. They live for that live thing. And uh, uh, it's cool. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's cool, right? But there are folks that that's, that's their thing. They want to get out and they want to, you know, get everybody up and, you know, and shake in their booty. And, you, know, all that <laughs> you know, that brings me to a question from Brooklyn, New York. One of my good friends, Boss CV. Uh, she's an R&B singer, but she also understands uh, that the genres have evolved, in, in, in especially in, in, in folk and in country. What what do you feel uh, about this new era of music? Uh, so that's a loaded question, and thank you very much. Only somebody from Brooklyn would have enough guts to ask one that that's loaded like. <laughs> right? Uh, I'm yeah, telling you. yeah. So this this is this is what I think. I think that that uh, music is becoming a little bit segregated, right? So you know the hip hop artists, right, uh, are kind of in their own world, and you know the R and B guys, and you know then there's the rock guys. Uh, my thing is that as a singer songwriter, you know, I don't have to do that. You know, I could rock out like, you know, I do more than meets the eye is kind of a rocker. You yeah. Know? Uh, and then, uh, you know, the, you played the horses song, you know, Thousand Wild Horses. Yeah. You know, that's about as Americana. That's what they yes. call it because they don't they don't know what to call it. That, anything yeah. else. So that's about as Americana as it gets. Whiskey Road, that's pure country rock stuff, you know. Uh, so as a songwriter, I get to pick, you know what genre of music I think is best going to portray the song, right? And the message of the song. I mean, you couldn't sing a song about whiskey without having my son write whiskey up the intro to it. You know, yeah. it's got to sound like you're out drinking. It's got to yeah. sound like you're out doing that, you know? And yeah. so uh, I think that that uh, some of the artists that I, I'm seeing more and more and more of this actually are really starting to cross, right? They're really starting to mix it up a little bit, you know, uh, it's hard in the industry because once you're there and you're a you know you're a country guy, your label is wanting you to crank out the next big country hit. And if it sounds a whole lot like the one that you just had, they could care less as long as people listen to it, right? Yes. But uh, that's that's the beauty of independent artists is you can 
you know, you don't really have a label beating on you, you know, and so you can you can mix it up, you know. So we play, you know, we, I mean, I got blues tunes, you know, uh, I've got a tune that's that's kind of jazzy, you know. Even even my uh, studio guys, most of them are jazz musicians, you know. And uh, they came in and they said, "Oh my God, Bill, you're playing real adult chords and stuff on this song." You know, so, <laughs> you know how yeah. they get <laughs> those yeah. jazz guys, man. I'm telling oh you. <laughs> yeah, God bless them. You know, uh, but uh, uh, fantastic musicians. You know, and and I always always appreciate the fact that they dumb it down for me. You know, so that uh, they can they can play my stuff. But uh, I think that's cool when you when you get a chance to mix it up like that. You know, I, I like that, and it really shows the versatility of, of the musicians and the versatility of the writers and uh, audiences kind of like it too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Cause you're not, you're not, you're not doing the yeah. same, same thing. Exactly. You're I mean, not doing how the same many Taylor thing. Swift, I, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to sound like I'm dogging on anybody, but I'm going to use this as an example. I mean, how many songs do we really need to hear from Taylor Swift that she broke up with another boyfriend at some point? I mean, you want to hear something different, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, since you've been gone. But anyway. <laughs> you know, there's a great story about that, right? Uh, um, you know, I was talking, I, I saw this somewhere, and uh, they were talking about, you know, Taylor Swift is all the time writing songs and recording them about her boyfriends that she broke up with. And somebody said, hold back, hold, hold on. Stevie Nicks says, hold my beer, because Stevie Nicks wrote songs about her boyfriend broken up with her breaking up with her and then made him play them with her on stage. Oh, that's another whole level. That's so crazy. You got to love that's that. That's nuts. Yeah? yeah. We're going to go ahead and take a little break here, but before we take a little bit of a break, Kansas city, Missouri, Bill Abernathy started this way back in the day. He got a little guitar in the back right there since 10 years old, Christmas tree. And then he ended up having a kind of like a, a a vocal type of a disease that would have him almost silent for a couple of days at a time. Um, did music all through his school years. Life happened. Then he got this second chance. And now he's top charting all over the world. An amazing guy. Check out this thing right here. This is out of the Cross Willow Creek album. Okay, because I got to bring it back. This is stuff that happened just last year that a lot of these artists, they come out with these albums and they didn't have a chance to promote them uh, due to uh, the pandemic. So this is called Any Port. Okay. Oh, my. We got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. This one's got a good story. This 
picture's just not as pretty as it may seem. I guess she got lonely. Maybe she didn't feel loved. But soon as I turn to another's touch. Bernathy off of the Cross Willows Creek album that was Any Port. An amazing song. I'm not going to lie. I saw it on the website. It was one of the featured tracks that you had on there. If you guys didn't know, BillAbernathy.com uh, forward slash Cross Willow Creek 
for access to uh, the 2020 album that he had there. Um, <clears throat> there is a lot of things that happen in my life. I'm not as young as you probably think I am. <laughs> okay. And there are some writing skills in there that you can take this song in any direction. There were people from Boston, uh, Virginia, D.C. area, Tennessee, uh, New Jersey, uh, North Carolina listening in. And you, you took them with you in their story. And, and it's, it's, it's what I consider late right now. And, um, you know, what, what is your story behind this one? Yeah, this is a true story song. Um, so we, we had some really, really, really good friends. And this is, uh, this is quite some time ago. So my kids were little. And, uh, you know, like the kids were like, you know, six, eight, ten, you know, right in that world. And we had some really, really good friends, uh, married couple. Uh, they had three kids. And, you know, it, it uh, you know, I said it, it, it looked like a picture. You know, they had this beautiful home and a little white picket fence and all their kids. And, you know, it all just looked beautiful. Um, but, uh, you know, pictures can't pictures can't hide what's behind the scenes. So she uh, was not happy in the uh, in her marriage. Right. And and uh, ended up, you know, meeting a guy and uh, they had an affair. And uh, she thought uh, that she could probably keep that a secret. Uh, uh, but that, you know, that's never going to work out for you. Just saying, you know, at some point you're going to get caught. Yeah. And she did. And, uh, you know, it ruined, uh, ruined their marriage, uh, ruined uh, him. You know, her, her husband was just a mess. Uh, their kids had to go through that whole gig, you know, at, at a very young age. Uh, and a very, uh, you know, impressionable age. And, uh, you know, she thought that this guy, you know, he was the one, right? And uh, the last time that I talked to her, she was on about number seven of the guys that she thought was the one. Wow. And uh, interestingly enough, I was uh, uh, talking with uh, a friend and they, uh, she's a psychologist, right? Yeah. And she had mentioned this song, uh, and she said, you know, she wanted to hear the story. And so I told her, you know, roughly what I, what I just told you. And she said, you know, I think that this person is probably looking for something that they already had and didn't appreciate, right? So, you know, they had the wife. They had the husband. They had the kids. They had the life. You know, they were living the, quote, American dream, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, she, uh, she messed that up, and uh, now— you know, uh, she's just looking for any port in the storm, you know. Big deep right there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I should have just kept that to myself. <laughs> oh, man, that's really it's it's so crazy because um, people don't if you guys were in here in the beginning, Bill Abernathy tells us these are stories uh, that have come into our life. We've ran into about two songs now that he has written about other people's lives. I'm going to assume these people meant so much to you and that you really had to just sit there and just just write about it because just if you couldn't really tell them yourself, you had to tell them in song so you could let it out. 
Um, and, and I really like that. I really love that. And, um, I, I know that the, I know, <laughs> I know Cross Willow Creek probably got its own little story, <laughs> but, um, amazing. Everybody's out here. Uh, I got Queen Gina Marie. I'm not, I, I'm not sure where she's from. Maybe even, uh, what pronoun you are. I apologize. It says, wow, this is my life the other way around. Like these are things that people go through a lot where someone decides to disappear on them and try to find everything that they already had. You know, Mm -hmm. that things exactly like you said, didn't appreciate. I kind of probably could relate to that myself, Uh, but that's a whole different interview. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's. We do that whole grass is always greener thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. On the other side of the fence, and and, uh, but you still got to cut the lawn. (laughs) Sure do. Sure do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was good, man. That was good. I'm 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 trying here. That was nice. (laughs) Yeah, that that song. uh, I was playing at a benefit show in uh, Kansas City uh, prior COVID, and uh, uh, there were several people in the audience that knew the story right and mm. were actually they knew the people and uh knew uh at least i don't ever tell anybody who the song is about right by name uh but they they kind of had figured it out yeah right and uh as i was playing it i, I remember as i wrote the, the that song it was very emotional for me and i you know there were tears and all that as as i watched this beautiful life crumble right um, but as I played that song, uh, I looked out into the audience and, and the people that actually knew, uh, knew the situation all had tears in their eyes because it was, uh, it was really sad. If you guys but didn't know, the, <laughs> if you guys didn't know, Bill is always calling his music career right now, his second chance, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's calling it that it's, it's really crazy that. To find out that you had kind of a a vocal disease that kept you silent for a few days. There's this quote that you got, you know, sometimes life is good to you and it gives you a second chance. And of course, in your youth, you walked away from music for so many reasons, so many personal reasons. And it it probably could have been because you didn't get the right Hulkamania ice cream. (laughs) It could have been something as minor as that. And now you've been given a, a a second chance to pursue this and and this thing we love called music and um, and you're really enjoying the ride. There has to be some ups and downs here. Like there's something that you don't like about the industry or maybe things that happen, but I can't see it, you know. And 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 I really like how you're just hiding that part, not really, or maybe it doesn't really exist. I, I know that you talked about it. Um, people hear so many myths about the music industry, but in reality, you just got to surround yourself with people that support what it is that you're, you're really trying to do. And maybe they see something bigger than you see it, you know, and, and, and that's really amazing. If you guys, uh, just tuning in Bill Abernathy.com, you can find more information. Uh, he's also on Facebook at Bill Abernathy music, uh, on Twitter. It's, it's. It's Bill Abernathy, singer-songwriter. Singer-songwriter, okay. Yeah, the Bill Abernathy <laughs> music page got hacked. 
Wow. So, oh, yeah. I started yeah, doing that nasty stuff. Drama. Oh, yeah, my God. A bunch of drama. But anyway, yeah, the, the Facebook page is Bill Abernathy, singer-songwriter. And it's uh, my audience uh, and my fan base. It, it, it's, they're kind of big on Facebook. So yeah, I put quite a bit of stuff out there. So I know you didn't want to talk about too much of a personal thing going on. Um, but, you know, divorce right i've been i've been i've been i've been through some of them <laughs> life story somebody somebody put the camera on me um is this also one of those second chances that you didn't have to wait on somebody else to support you uh no not at all okay. so um uh typically when people talk about uh divorces right it has this real, real negative connotation. And yes, it's a big deal. And yes, lives have changed. And yes, people go their separate ways. In my particular case, uh, I have, I, I suppose if you had to call it something, I have the divorce that people dream of. Okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> my, ex, my ex and I are the great friends. No, uh, no. We see each other all the time. Not you know, believing it. I'm not. Let me stop. Plugged, in, <laughs> plugged into our kids' lives, plugged into our grandkids' lives. Hell, I saw it today. Uh, nice. You know, um, when we got a divorce, it was a mutual thing. Yeah. Uh, we knew that, you know, we were both going our separate ways. And, you know, she had her thing going on. I had my thing going on. None of it had to do with infidelity or anything. It was just. Yeah. We we got married when we were babies. You know, I was twenty one, yeah. she was nineteen. You know, and and uh, you grow up and things change. And uh, you know, uh, we just kind of did our uh, just went our separate ways. I mean, to be honest with you, we used the same lawyer. I mean, that's how. Good it <laughs> wow! Exactly. You know what? I yeah. gotta do it again. I gotta do it again. Yeah. Bill, yeah. we love you out here. What? Yeah. yeah. What? Well, <laughs> But the point is, is, you know, you you have an investment, you know, you have a life investment with people. And, you know, we had kids and we had grandkids and, you know, all these things, you know, and are you really going to screw all that up yeah. uh, by trying to get nasty and dirty and, you know, make making things harder than they are? I'm, I'm, I'm a simple guy. I'm not smart enough to make simple things complex. I'll never figure it out. So, you know, I try to keep simple things simple. And, and in that particular case of that situation... Uh, though it was not easy, and I don't want to give that impression, you yeah, know, yeah, it's very yeah. emotional and all yeah. that, right? But uh, it never, it was, it's not ugly, and it's really good, you know. I mean, it's a good thing. It so, has to feel good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So, um, you know, do yourself a favor if you have to go through that. Uh, keep simple things simple. Uh, yeah, kind of a believer in that. Yeah, that that that's big, you know. Um, I kind of needed that advice a while ago. Um, hopefully, I don't have to go through that again. I'm not doing it. I'm telling you, people. Um, but amazing, especially uh, because of the successful children you have. You, you, that had to be a team effort anyway. So, uh, big Always shout out to very you. supportive. My family uh, is very supportive of what I do. And, uh, and my daughter uh, manages most of my social media stuff. Wow. Nice. I don't want to, you know, uh, my son actually, you know, helps me out and kind of gives me the, the, uh, the younger, the younger musicians, 
you know, touch on a few things and, you know, he gives me a little critique and say, dad, you know, really, it's not the sixties anymore. Why don't you try something different? You know, yeah. uh, you know, my grandkids, uh, to be honest with you, uh, my grandkids helped me produce all of the, uh, uh, uh live stream concerts, right. That I, that I've done, they come over, yeah. they do it. They help me manage. They have everything we just gave them. Yeah. Of course they, they know how to run this stuff. <laughs> exactly. And my granddaughter, who is four, is the one that made me sing Let It Go live yeah. on Facebook. So uh, it's, it's a family gig, man. Papa, can you sing Let It Go, Let It Go? Yes, sure I can. Oh, my God. Big shout out to everybody listening. Tune in to QSJRadio.com. How many unsigned artists? Let's go play a game. Okay, it didn't work. All right. <laughs> we have now started our fast round. Oh, my. Why didn't this work? They should never get this dude a mic. Here we go. He's killing it. Watch out. He's so in love and he's mad about it. Mad love. That's why we say. Come on, man. You already know. Mad love. It was supposed to say something else. Whatever. <laughs> I'll edit it later. Whatever. Okay, this is our fast round. I'm probably going to ask you about 25 questions. Have you ever played this or that? Uh, no, but I'll take a run at it. Okay. Whether you're just asking questions or playing a game, you should be get more details of one of the answers that surprise you. So this or that is basically I'm going to name one thing or the other. Which one would you pick? All right. Bill Abernathy, please, if you guys haven't yet, please go ahead and follow him all over the place. He's uh, there. Go stream him. He's doing his thing. You guys love his music. I see the chat. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us. First question, dog or cat? Oh, dog. Dog. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Phone call or text? Oh, phone call. I mean, you're OG. Let's get serious. <laughs> no, I'm just here to tell you about, you know, my, my, my fingers and my hands are designed to play the guitar, not to thumb text. So, okay. You know, my, my texting evolves, hey, can you talk? And then we pick up the phone and we oh, talk to Nice, you. nice. Yeah. I'm going I'm to yeah. start using it. Toast or eggs? Eggs. Cardio or weights? Cardio. Facebook or Twitter? Uh, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. You got to see faces. You got to put it together, right? Well, and I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get this gray hair out of a bottle. <laughs> a little bit old. You know? I mean, I mean, it's only a decade old, right? I think almost. Ice cream cone or snow cone? Oh, ice cream cone. Mobile games or council games? Have you seen? Oh, council games. Yes, yes, let's go. Let me find out you got a Twitch. Okay. <laughs> I do. Oh, snap, let's get serious. Bill's on Twitch. Drop the Twitch. Why, why, why do you think that my grandsons like to come hang out? With what? Every video console on the planet, a 72-inch TV, they're rolling, man. Nice, nice. Yeah. Make sure you drop the Twitch so we can just follow you guys. All right. Um, <laughs> while walking, music or podcast? Um, podcast. Would you like for me to tell you why? Yeah, definitely. When I listen to music, uh, and it's not my, and I'm trying to do something else, uh, I have to listen to music that doesn't have lyrics. 
Mm. Um, because when I hear lyrics, I get into the lyrics, and the next thing you know, I'm walking into a lake. So uh, I, I, it's easier for me to listen to a conversation than it is to listen to music. The chat has gotten involved. Out of Virginia, Apple or Android? Oh, Apple, without question. It just works. <laughs> Let's let them know. I'm telling you. That's so simple. It works. All right. It just works. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza or no? Absolutely not. That's an absolute travesty of all things culinary. <laughs> I don't know why, but my mom put me onto it when I was a teen. I was hungry. I like it. All right. <laughs> Pepsi or Coke products? Yeah, I don't drink soda. So. We got a winner here. It's ginger ale. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a tea and coffee and water kind of guy. Okay, yes. Um, form, formal, or functional parties? Functional. <laughs> Everybody loves you in chat, just to let you know. Uh, pop or indie? Indie. Cake or pie? Whoa, cherry pie. Cherry pie. We got a flavor cherry in there, pie, people. Yeah, cherry <laughs> you, pie. You can't. Love it. I love, love apple it, love pie. It. I'm going to tell you, I love apple pie. The cherry is second. I'm telling you. Swimming or sunbathing? Oh, neither one. Uh, swimming. <laughs> let, let me just explain this to you, man. Can you see me? Okay. I got matter. the melanin. Listen, I got the melanin pigmentation <laughs> of a dude that's designed to sit in smoky bars in Ireland and tell jokes. I got no <laughs> business being out in the sun. Not, not no business he out there. Said- he said in Ireland. You guys in it's the bar in Ireland. True story. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when I, when I went to Poland one day, we went to an Irish pub. Did you hear what I just said? I went to Poland and went to an Irish pub, and he was like, "Hey man, I got yourself." Anyways, <laughs> all right. And and yes, they were all watching soccer. Uh, big party or small gathering? I'm a small gathering guy. A uh, rich friend or a loyal friend? Loyal friend, without question. Football or basketball? Oh, football. I mean, any chance, any time that you get the opportunity to see large athletic people running at full speed into each other with the intent to injure, you can't beat that. That's America. Yes. And I didn't realize how large these people were. Until I started going to like the sign events, mm-hmm. and I'm like, um, okay. Um, oh, I will never forget the book. Uh, so a little story, right? So my son uh, uh, signed with the uh, University of Alabama coming out of high school. Stop uh, playing, Alabama! Yeah, to, to, to play baseball. Okay, right? okay, okay. And uh, uh, he he goes down there, and you know, on one of his recruiting trips. He gets to go to a football game, right? Yeah. And they take all the little recruits out onto the field, you know, and so they get to get a, an idea of, you know, what it's like at Alabama, you know, roll tide, you know, all that. And uh, uh, my son, uh, quite a baseball player, one of the best. He was one of the top 50 players in the country. And uh, he went down there, and uh, his game was all about hitting the ball and speed, right, and yeah. playing defense. Yeah. And uh, 
he was five foot nine and extremely fast. Okay, extremely fast. He came home from that from the uh, football game and he looked at me and he said, "I got no chance down here. These people are huge." He said, "Just standing next to some of the football players intimidated him." And he found out that they were the defensive backs. They weren't even the big guys. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, that crazy. is crazy. I don't even know if I know that many tall people or strong people. I don't even know. Oh, my gosh. Work hard or play hard? Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, let's get serious. Let's get serious. Job is done. Let's go have fun. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I didn't mean to make that sound like I had bars or anybody. Thank you so much. <laughs> nice yeah. car or nice home interior? I'm not a car guy. Uh, so, yeah, I like home interior, you know. Yes. I, my loft. That literally looks loft, so lovely. Yes. Well, yeah, but my loft that I live in, um, a lot of people say that it's like walking into a uh, log cabin museum. In the middle of Kansas City, so I like I like atmosphere. I like that feel. You know, I, 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 I just because I, I don't want to talk about myself so much, but I do love interior. But uh, the whole thing outside it scares the crap out of me. I'm from the city, and I have um, I guess up my game. And uh, the crickets outside won't shut up. I don't know how do you get them to shut up. Um, can you or is it? I just got to deal with it. <laughs> no, it's, no, man, it's Mother Nature. You just have to, you have to in, embrace it. Oh my, you know? I'm not about to do this because one of them just, just listen, man. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Jogging or hiking? Hiking. I know uh, this is probably a little too personal, but bath or shower. Oh, I'm a shower guy, without question. Hey, man, I don't know how people sit in their own dirt, but. Yeah. Sneakers or sandals? Sneakers. Hamburger or taco? Oh, hamburger. All American right here. I'm telling you. Yeah. He's he's not playing. I'm all about the beef, man. All about the beef. I love it. I love it. Couch or recliner? Oh, recliner. I got to fall asleep. I'm telling you. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. I'm done. Now, this is new. This is new. Online shopping? Or shopping in a store? Nah, nah, nah. Uh, online. I've been an an online guy for a long time. Nice. You must have been at one of those big companies. Except for guitars. Guitars? Oh, you got to touch it. Yeah. You got to check them. You can't can't find a guitar online. You got to touch it. You got to feel it. You know, it's kind of like finding a a date. You know, you got to see it. Definitely. Yeah. Feel where it's been through. Yeah, exactly. I still want to know how much that damn guitar costs in the back. (laughs) I still want to know. You'll never know. But I will (laughs) tell you this. It's made out of pre-1982 Brazilian rosewood. Uh, pre-1982 because after 1982 it was uh, illegal to harvest it and when I travel with it I have to carry a document that states that so that I don't go to jail at the airport holy crap 
Like I said, I sweat. I sweat when I paid for it, man. Wow. Yo, you guys got to know the history of this stuff because a lot of instruments were made with this stuff. We have just finished our fast round. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, my God. Big shout out to everybody listening. Bill Abernathy in the building. We have been talking so much. It has been an incredible pleasure to talk history, to talk current events, to find out that as your music career and your second life has come, that the support from the family all the way to the grandkids has, even even in the middle of all this crazy that's gone on and for some reason that I thought would bring the world together, kind of brought them apart in the, in, in the free world, um, that uh, the family keeps it together. Mm-hmm. I love that I met the dude. I love that I met the mutant. I love that I met all these guys. I hope one day I meet all these other guys and girls in the back over there. And um, Bill, I got I got one question for you. This is this is kind of like to the audience that for some reason thinks I just yell at them. <laughs> As a, <laughs> what do you give the new artist advice? You know, like. The, the, the you, you find a new talent, you find out they've been doing it for maybe a couple of years. They're so accustomed to their sound. Their sound is not sounding right. Um, you know, these, these novice guys and girls and bands that actually, you know, are maybe too conceited at their time of their, <laughs> of their uh, growth. Um, what do you, what do you tell what is your advice to the unsigned artists? So it's it's really really easy to emulate other people. Okay, it's easy to sit down and learn how to play a guitar like Jimi Hendrix and emulate Jimi Hendrix. Okay, or Stephen Stills or John Mayer or the Foo Fighters or whoever. Okay, it's easy to copy, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, it's a very, very great way to learn. But you're not them. You're you. You have to find your thing. You have to find your sound. You have to find your message. And you have to be confident uh, enough in your message and your sound that it becomes authentic. Because if you're faking it, everybody knows it, right? And so you got to you got to have enough courage and intestinal fortitude to be yourself and throw yourself out there and say, here I am. If you like it, great. And here I am. If you don't. I'm going to survive anyway. Right. So that to me is is one of the things that I see in the industry today. We have a lot of uh, uh, copycat. Right. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, you know, just be yourself, man. You know, just be yourself. And if it works out and people like it, that's great. Uh, but if you're trying to uh, fake your way through because you wanted to sound like, you know, Britney Spears or you want to sound like Tupac or you want to say whoever. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to take long for that to flush itself out. You can't fool the world. People are really a lot smarter than we give them credit for. So what I think I think Bill's opinion uh, what people really appreciate and what people really understand is is being authentic and being who you are, and uh, 
I have to be that way because I'm not smart enough to be any other way. That's just all I got. Bill Abernathy, everybody. Thank you so much for coming to talk to us. You can find more information and more of Bill Abernathy's music at BillAbernathy.com. A link will be in the podcast. You can find them at Facebook.com. And that's a new Facebook. It's uh, Bill what Abernathy music songwriter? Singer-songwriter. 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 Singer-songwriter, yeah. And yeah. you can find so, them also. So can I, uh, can I, can I uh, give your audience a challenge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and I've been doing this. I do this. I have a very small circle of people uh, that I bounce music off of and I bounce ideas off of because I really trust their their ideas and their opinions, right? And uh, uh, when I was, was writing this particular song, uh, uh, I bounced it off some people and I said, what is this about, right? You listen to this lyric, you listen to this song, and you tell me what this song is about. And to date... No one has got it right. Okay, so I want to challenge your audience to go listen to, and we haven't released it as a single yet. But the the title song uh, for this album uh, called "Who Are You? Who Am I?" What I would like for you to do is listen to that, analyze it a bit, and then let us know what you think it's about. That's the challenge. Well, I'm going to hold that and I'm going to challenge myself with that. (laughs) Bill Abernathy, Who Are You? Who Am I? Self-titled song about to drop right now. Bill, it's been an incredible pleasure. Everybody's loving you in chat. I hope that you go back and check the chat out. It was very fun. Thank you so much for coming on here and telling us your story talking about your new uh album ep and uh hopefully we'll talk soon yeah no the, thank you thank you you know as uh, somebody that uh, has been doing this you know for, <laughs> for a really long time uh it's always fun to have a good interview and it's always fun to have a good conversation and you certainly facilitated that very very well tonight and thank you for that because you made my evening a hell of a lot better and I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Bill, for that. Thank you so much. I'm just, <laughs> who am I?
Bill Abernathy. Who are you? Who am I? Thank you once again, Bill, for coming and talking to us. And uh, we'll talk soon. We shall. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what folks think that song's about. That's exciting to me. So, yeah, let's talk soon, man. This is fun. Thank you. Bill Abernathy. Everyone loves it.